Hey guys, and welcome back to the GN10 podcast, where we discuss the latest gymnastics news in 10 minutes or less, or we at least try. Today we are discussing the men's all-around final, which happened just last night here, Belgium time. It's morning now, but last night was a another historic night. This championships is really shaking up to be an shaping up to be an exciting event with medalists, unexpected medalists, not necessarily unexpected medalists, but unexpected and exciting competitions that kind of go off the beaten path and aren't just kind of like, oh, this is who qualified for second, third, and this is who is on the podium. Copy and paste, copy and paste. So, of course, uh, last night, uh, Hashimoto Daki from Japan subbed in for Kaya Kazuma, his teammate, after Chiba Kinta, Kaya Kazuma, and Hashimoto Daiki finished first, second, and third in qualifying. That meant that originally Hashimoto was going to be two per country out of the all-around final and would not be able to attempt to defend his world all-around title. But the team had according to Gymnastics Japan, previously agreed to let Hashimoto sub in for basically whoever finished the second place finisher ahead of him. Uh, if they, Since they were putting up three all-arounders, they kind of, I guess, knew that putting up three all-arounders and, you know, the talent in Japan, of course, they all three went 85 plus and they knew that he could potentially end up in the situation where he was two per country out of the final initially. So that being said, the the standings were very close in qualifying and it was kind of controversial. Even now people are like, why would anyone give up their spot in the all-around final and for that kind of, you know, glory and attention. But the gymnastics Japan team apparently agreed to that and so Chiba Kinta and Hashimoto competed in the all-around final while Kaya Kazuma bowed out and it ended up working out because Hashimoto defended his world title last night with as the only person who went 85 or 86 plus he finished with an 86.132 to win the title he was clean uh, across the board except for he, he didn't have a fall on floor, which is where they started because he rotated in the leaders group that rotated in the Olympic order. But he was v- very short on his triple twist dismount on floor. And so that kind of like, oh, is he going to fall? But he didn't. He just was just a low score. That being said, he was really just strong across the board. And of course, if there's anybody who you think is going to finish strong on high bar, it's going to be Hashimoto. So he was exceptional. And then in not in the leaders group because of a, some mistakes during qualifying, but Ilya Kovtun of Ukraine was rotating with Sun Wei from China. And both of them definitely were contenders it was like okay like if they hit they had some mistakes in qualifying that saw them qualify much lower they had some mistakes in qualifying so it was like okay well if they hit 
then they have a chance to be on this podium. So while Heath was following the leaders group primarily, I was following these guys and kind of just seeing what was happening. Um, and they were definitely in it until the last rotation. They were both in the top three. They were definitely podium pushing for the podium. And while Swinway fell twice on Pommel Horse, unfortunately, Ilya hit, 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 hit six for six. He was so clean, um, just very impressive. And he improved on his bronze medal from Gita Kyushu in 2021. So winning the silver with an 84.998. So that was was very impressive. He also went, I believe, uh, he went 15-166 on parallel bars. That was his top score of the night. He had a huge 6-7 difficulty score, and that was really something that kind of pushed him over that edge. Now, of course, the bronze medalist would have been a silver medalist if it wasn't for a big mistake, but honestly, he's lucky to be a bronze medalist, and I think he would agree. And that is USA's Fred Richard, who made history as the first U.S. man to win a world medal since John Jonathan Horton in 2010. You know, that's not just the history he made. Obviously, it's just been a while, but he is the first person of color from the U.S. to finish on the world all-around podium, and he's the youngest individual world medalist for the U.S. men ever. So... A lot of great stuff happening from Fred. He had a great meet. He was, you know, got through horse, was great on floor where he qualified to the final. Um, vault was stuck as uh, cause one and a half on vault. Parallel bars was good. And then we got to high bar. And this is where, <clears throat> once again, there was, it was just like, ah, because... During qualifying, he fell on his Coleman. Fred is usually very consistent. Of course, he competes in the NCAA. In the NCAA, you're competing almost every week, and you're having to deliver for your team week in, week out. And with that, he, there's a reason he's the NCAA all-around champion and a bunch of other titles, things, because he's so consistent. And his high bar has the potential to be a world champion. Like, he has the potential to be a world champion on this event. That being, he is the U.S. champion on the event, by the way. That being said, he fell during qualifying, didn't qualify to the final. It was okay. They moved on to, he fell on his Coleman in qualifying, so they moved on to team final. He hit in team final, despite a little moment on his talk full where it was like, oh no, but he saved it. It was good. Finished strong. They won the bronze in the team final. Get to today, and he fell on the Coleman again. And you have to, he said that he just slipped, you know, you have to think that he's in this high pressure situation and he fell on in qualifying and he's getting to that skill and he's probably like, oh my God, I have a chance at the medal, a medal, I have a chance at this, like you might just be running through your head and he slips and falls again. But that being said, he finished very strong, stuck his dismount, and he just kind of had to sit there and wait because he was one of the first guys up on high bar. And then Swin fell. Ilya was good. And then Chiba Kinta came up. Well, Hashimoto had secured basically the gold before Chiba. But then Chiba Kinta came up on high bar, and Chiba was definitely basically going to win 
bronze or silver. Not sure the math on there, but one of the two, if he hit his high bar routine, and he didn't. So that being said, because of Fred's difficulty, he was able to still pull out the bronze because of others, um, you know, the other contenders also falling and win bronze with an 84-332. So, you know, what ifs, we always want to say, what if, well, if this had happened, if he had hit his high bar, he would have won silver. But still, winning bronze is exceptional for Fred, who is 19 years old and has such a bright future in the sport ahead of him. And I'm sure many more world all-around podiums to contend for. He even said to himself he's looking forward to competing against Ilya and Daiki for a very long time. Daiki's 22, Ilya's 20, he's 19. This is a young group of guys who will probably be around for a hot minute. So it was you know, a great all-around final altogether. Chiba Kinta finished fourth. Swinway finished seventh after the two falls. Um, and then Azure Hong did not have his best night. The other U.S. guy in the field, he <clears throat> just, across, it was up and down across the board. He had some falls, made some mistakes, but, you know, he should definitely keep his head high. Obviously, he's got a ton of difficulty. And on a good day, he is going to be in that top five, top six, which is what happened last year during the men's all-around final in Liverpool. He finished sixth, I believe. So, just a bad day, really. Um, and he still has, I believe, parallel foot bars final to go. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was an exciting final. It was fun to see Fred kind of have a dream realized, even though he's always been very confident. The kid is, like, the most confident 19-year-old you ever meet. He's just, like, manifesting his success day in and day out. And it's working. But he did say, I think a really moving moment was, you could see on the broadcast, is he said after the meet that he um, didn't deserve it. And then James Hall from Great Britain came over and he was like, you absolutely do deserve it and gave him a big hug. And that's really reassuring because James is about 10 years older than Fred has been around the block. He won a world medal last year with the GB men with bronze. But, you know, Hashimoto was apparently a great rotating mate with Fred because they were all rotating in the leaders group. And he was very encouraging. He gave Fred a hug. You know, it's it's when you're 19 and you're rising to this so fast to be reassured by your competitors that you belong here, even if you, you're pretty sure, is, is just great. And that's one of the things that makes the sport so special. So with that... Tonight we have the women's all-around final, which is sure to be very exciting. We will have a recap for you, live blog, all of that, of course. And until then, enjoy the meet.